gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. I had to say goodbye to a couple of people this week. Yeah. Not, we, not for uh, good reasons. Yeah. No. Oh, no, it wasn't, no. my friend. Oh, no, my friend. Not your friend, guy. Not your guy, buddy. Nah. Oh, man, oh, man. Welcome. Sons of Slam podcast is in your ears. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, how was your weekend? My weekend was actually very long. Not even long, but it was it was nice. It was really nice. I was upstate actually. Okay. Upstate. Again, actual uh, actual upstate. Actual upstate. Thank you. Clarify, Thank clarify you. that. Yes. Uh, but other than that, uh, I actually saw my dad this weekend out in Long Island. So yes. I was driving all over. I yes. think I might have spent like close to six, seven hours in the car between three days. I hear. I hear. I was in Jersey today. I was in Long Island yesterday myself. I was in Bayville, um, seeing a drive-in movie. Oh, uh, much, much, uh, much fun. We saw Back to the Future 2 in Bayville of the Drive-In, the Bayville Adventure Park. Shout out. Uh, it was fun, man. That was that was good. It was just uh, my first one, I think, ever in my life. Um, it was it was you never been to a drive-in movie theater before? I think maybe I was, I was a baby. I want to say but my dad might have taken me, but not anything recent. No. So when I was a, when I was a kid, there was this place up in Lake George out by uh, uh, Great Escape. Theme park, love great theme, adventure park, whatever yes. it is. Yes, six flags. So, no, it is not. It's not great adventure. It is Six Flags six affiliate, flags. but it is called the Great Escape. Great, six Flags Great Escape. Yes, Great Adventure yes, is New go. Jersey. Yes, exactly. Right. So, um, right by it, they have a drive-in movie theater, and I think I probably went to like four or five drive-in movie theaters growing up. Okay, like just to, like I've been there at least four or five times growing up, and. It was awesome. You just sit. Like my buddy had a pick. My uh, my friend's dad had a pickup truck. Yeah. So we like put lawn chairs in the back of two pickup trucks, and it was it was awesome. That's, I noticed the people that had the pickup trucks had the best setup because yeah, they just they parked in reverse and had the the back of it just set up and had a blanket out there. Um, yep. Yep. It was, exactly. It was cool that they had uh, like the new like ex- extender as far as the the radio. Like if you have it in your Bluetooth car, some some people have like the 
the radio uh, transmitter and their uh, Bluetooth in their car, uh-huh. and it's the same, it was the same concept. So basically, you put it on a, on a radio station, and uh, that was your your audio was in your car. It's like when you go through uh, when you drive through a Christmas light place. Yes, like they have that one out in, in uh, the one by my the one that I always went to was Jones Beach. But the, theirs are short range, so you have to basically be in front of the house and you can't move anywhere <laughs> other than right yeah. in front. Whereas this one, it, it had a, a wider range. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun doing that. Um, Father's Day was uh, in Jersey having Sonic. That was that was always fun. Oh, uh, getting fat on that man. I'm. Just, you went to all the. You went all the way to Jersey to get Sonic. I mean, I, I guess I told, Deer I, Park is further from you. Yeah. Well, I told. Yeah, I told uh, my fiance. I was like, listen, I for Father's Day I want, I want Sonic. <laughs> So, I want waitresses to come up to me on roller skates and give me a delicious hot dog and, and a milkshake. That's what I love about it, but they couldn't do that today because the Rona. Can't do it with the Rona. Ugh. So you had to basically order it. My Corona. <laughs> order it through, right. through the drive-thru or on the app, and then we did it through the app and basically had to walk through to the uh, the pickup window. Oh, and, that's uh, bullshit. <laughs> my, and my fiance Lisa's daughter, Gina, she just got a grilled cheese sandwich. It's like $1.50, but the damn thing had like no cheese on it. <laughs> so it was like bread oh. and like this little sliver of cheese. And she she's like, Mommy, there's nothing here. And I just, she took two bites of it and you look inside the sandwich. Literally, there's nothing there. And so I bring it back to the window. Uh, and I'm like, I, I just want to let you know. I, know. I know it's only $1.50. Can't really expect much, but there's like no cheese on this thing. And she goes, well, what, what was supposed to be on it? And I said, "Well, bread and cheese." <laughs> so I don't, like I didn't understand like what she was getting at. Like I, it was supposed to be more than that. Like no, I just want what's supposed to be offered is cheese. So <laughs> so we get the sandwich back, and I'm like, while she's there making, I'm like, this is gonna be like the 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 special the, the special sauce on it or something. Yeah, like that. the hakalugi on but, it or something. But meanwhile, while I was standing there, someone in the drive-through was returning their sandwich. So I was like. I don't. I feel good about that, but at the same time, why are so many sandwiches getting returned? And yeah. so I find we got it back, and I open it up, and I'm like, okay, at least they they overcompensated. There was like cheese just all over the place. Like, why couldn't I just get this to begin with? Give me cheese. Stop being cheap with the cheese. Um, yeah. So that was my Sonic experience. See, now my in my personal experience, I have never used the word uh, overcompensated and cheese in the <laughs> same, same sense. sense. Uh, no, you can never overcompensate with cheese, but they did. Yeah, no. It was like there was it went from a half a slice of American craft cheese to like four of them, just like <sighs> overflowing the been, damn. That would have been perfect. She loved it. She was she was in her glory. <laughs> there is so much to talk about. You know, for for a time period in our lives where there's nothing really going on as far as sports, wrestling man provides, and so um, not only did it provide, but it it provoked um, in in many ways this week, uh, and not really in a good way. Uh, so really quick before we, we're not going to delve into this too much, but we have to talk about it as far as the the speak out movement and all the things that have been going on this week, uh, in particular with pr- pretty much half the roster of, of all <laughs> all federations being accused. Of all of wrestling <laughs> all over the world. Yes, being accused, and, and yeah, really, in all major uh, organizations being accused of uh, sexual harassment. So we're not going to go in too deep into it because there's still things are still unraveling so probably by next week we'll have more details we'll know more about it yeah we'll be able to speak a lot more about it next week the i'm I'll, I'll be honest i don't even know all of the wrestlers that are that are even being accused i couldn't tell you what the situations are the only ones that i do know of that i can speak on right now are jimmy havoc has been sent to rehab by aew yes and he has uh for mental health and and drug addiction something like that 
they AEW kind of did that well because I feel like that with WWE they kind of would have just let him go, right? Right. Which brings up my next person, Jack Gall- Jack Gallagher. Her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. Probably, maybe not so much a gentleman anymore. No. Turned heel, got tattoos, and then started, you know, the hell of ironic. T- not, yeah. Hell of ironic name. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah it is he's gone he went the way of enzo in that uh there wasn't really much as far as looking into with him whereas someone like matt riddle someone like um uh with the former uh cruiserweight champion uh in nxt uk uh, uh, jordan devlin thank you um he he did not get fired he actually spoke out uh and vehemently denied the whole thing so mm-hmm. I think people like that, as opposed to Gallagher and Enzo, um, was basically fire first and and get reports later. Yeah, but we don't know if Gallagher is going to be like Enzo because it turns out Enzo was cleared. Right, but it, he's still out of the company, so it's. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying that as far as he can, he can clear his name, which he probably should. Uh, it'd be I'd be hard pressed to think that they're going to bring back Enzo uh, because everybody in the back hated his ass. <laughs> so I, I can't imagine that they're like, you know what? Yeah, we give him another chance. We'll see. You can never say, you know. Uh, never say never in never WWE. Never. But here, I actually found the list. So this is uh, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, Carry the two. 24, 25 people. So wow. Joy Ryan, Leggero, Travis Banks, Bull James, Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts. Scotty Justin da- Roberts. Is that the Justin Roberts, AEW? Justin Roberts? We have to get, look into that. Scotty Davis, Congo Kong, who also is being accused of stealing money from other performers. By- yeah. Byron Wilcox. He's, he's getting the fabu- uh, uh, the, he's getting the Moolah treatment. The Moolah treatment. Good. Good for him. Yeah. Brian, uh, Byron Wilcott. The Moolah case. <laughs> yeah, should get, get his ass out of there. Uh, Byron Wilcott, uh, Jack Gallagher, as we mentioned before, Jordan Devlin, who is fighting at Dave Lagana. Wolfgang, Mark Paz Perry, I don't know some of these people, Trent Seven, Jimmy Havoc, as we mentioned, Kirk White. Trent Seven? Trent Seven is from? I didn't hear about that one. Mustache Mountain. Mustache Mountain, okay. Uh, Will Ospreay, Mark Haggerty, Rob Feinstein, Dave Christ, David Starr, Rich, uh, half of these people I've never heard of, Rich Calato. David Starr was an interesting, quick, really interesting topic because he was like the the champion of like five different, I think. I'm pretty sure he was a champion of multiple different ones. Okay. And I think they all just were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> wow. I think. Okay. I think. I will report back that next, uh, next week. Rich, Rich Calato, Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle. That one's old. We know about that one. Yes. Old, old. And <laughs> my favorite one on the list, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. Oh, my God. And his very rotund wife, uh, can I say that? You heard that Big Show brought, got brought into it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big Show Big Show apparently had, uh, back in the day, a little uh, tryst uh, there. Uh, but Jim Cornette married a, another wrestler who is just, whew, woof. Um, and she, yeah, woof. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the immortal words of uh, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, woof. Um yeah, I it, this is just this whole list is just insane. That might not have been the best of analogies to use uh, when we're talking that. about this topic right now, but okay, I, I see I see what you were going she, with. Okay, let me let me put it this way. She's not attractive and uh I mean I'm just being judgmental in this whole thing, but I just find it funny that that is the name on the list um of all people to, to kinda of, and she's has tweets and messages, DMs put out there where she's basically half not na- not half naked, naked, um uh, messaging other people uh for propositions You're nasty for proposition propositioning 
Um, there you go. Use yeah. your words. Propositioning. So uh, there was actually an actor. Uh, did you hear about Chris D'Elia? Yes, I did. That was fucking crazy. Yes. That one hit me. Um, I did not think that was going to happen. Whitney Cummings came out, uh, basically ex ex uh, girlfriend of of Chris yeah. D'Elia, and basically said, "I can't." Also, believe ex co star. Also, ex co star, but uh, basically said, "I can't believe that this is happening." And uh, yeah, um, yeah, uh, that I, one. That one was another one. So again, I don't. I don't want to make judgments where i don't know the full opinion of it we will get more as, as we i'll make jokes days. but they're just jokes uh, but you know this is a serious topic you kind of have to take it a little as, seriously. as the day and uh, days and weeks go on we will find out more uh yes justin roberts the justin roberts was mentioned as part of the speaking out movement. the justin roberts these accusations that yes <laughs> oh my Gia. god that's not good these accusations stem from online communications he had with a 17 year old in 2014 so this is not recent why is everything in 2014 the fan with this all with all this fan came forward with screenshots of DMs showing the AEW announcer uh he was with WWE at the time uh tried to acquire not safe for work NSFW photographs of her the communications show that she wasn't against the idea at the time but the possibility of being caught was a big hindrance she came forward as part of the speaking out movement to say that she was naive and had quote never been spoken to in such a manner Unquote. This is the only reason why she carried on with the conversations. She didn't know how to respond as she alleged that Roberts took advantage of the situation. And then she basically goes on to say, I've held these for a long time. I felt ashamed and like some somehow it was my fault. I was 17, naive, never spoken to in such a manner. It makes me so uncomfortable looking back at it now. Legal or not, a man in his 30s has no right to talk to a teenager. Hashtag speaking out. Uh, oh, God. No, John Moxley. No, you can't say it. So yeah, that's, that's not good. That's that. Uh, yeah, uh, Joey Ryan, as we mentioned, he um, he basically said uh, his statements. Where is it here? Uh, he he well, first of all he he deleted his Twitter, so that, that can't be good. Um, he did say, "quote After speaking with my attorney, I've been advised not to respond to any specific allegation at this time. And the truth of the matter is, I do not want to spend the time dissecting which parts of stories are true, which parts are different from what I remember, and which things are being said are outright false." So he's not denying anything. He's not. He's not saying yes. He's not saying no. Um, Can we all just be honest, though? He's also Joey old gimmick. Yeah. is pretty much sexual molestation. It's that's his the whole thing. <laughs> it's his shtick. It's the whole shtick is sexual molestation, and uh, to, for other people to molest him. And so he is uh, no longer on Twitter. Not only is he no longer on Twitter, but it looks like he's no longer with TNA. Ooh, yeah. So there's that too. So there's a lot, a lot to unravel in this whole thing. I hate when people pull the trigger so fast. It's. I mean, what do you do? Same though? with the same with the Enzo thing. Like you, you don't. Exactly. Another thing, you don't really know what to do. What what can you do? The only thing you can do is kind of save your own ass from stuff that you didn't have yeah, vetted at first. As a company, though, like if, you, if there's like not overwhelming, but if there's enough evidence to basically say, you know what, it's not really the right time to have you in this company. What do you do? I mean, like MLW uh, fired bring announcer. We named it. We said it before Mark Haggerty. Uh, after his name was outed, speaking out movement, he was having inappropriate conversations with a 15-year-old. Well, you can't keep these people in the company. Like, you, you can't just wait. At this point, it's like you got to just let them go and, and cut bait. And if, if it works out for them, then great. Maybe they'll bring them back. But right now, it's just like you can't have someone who is accused of talking to a 15-year-old <laughs> underage with a company. It's just a bad look for you, especially yeah, for a you company can't. like MLW, which is not like a big name. Um, you can't afford to have that. No. 
Well, it's not even that they're a big name. It's that they're trying to make themselves a really big name. And with them doing what they are, even with the name that they already have, which is a a significant one, don't get me wrong, Hmm. but they can't have something attached to them like that where it could hinder them to proceed with other dealings and investments. It's tough, man. Jordan Devlin had a whole tweet on it. He he basically denied it. Um, Yeah, it's just... uh, it, a lot. So in the next days and, and weeks, we'll see what uh, what transpires. Um, Speaking of things being canceled, really quick, sure. uh, did you hear cops was being can- was canceled after fucking thirty one years? Yes. And live PD. Live PD. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. It, it, um, it, uh, it, but it, I mean, it, it, it goes along with what we just were talking about, as far as like these these TV shows, these TV networks cannot afford to have what is deemed now as controversial television, which is unfortunate because it, it really shouldn't make no difference. Not surely not make a difference, but you can also not choose not to watch it. Um, you want to hear about controversial television? Sure. I just got a breaking news alert on ESPN. Oh. oh I NASCAR yes. says a noose was found in, Ta- in Talladega garage stall of Bubba <laughs> Wallace, the Cup Series' only full-time black driver. Unbelievable. God damn bro that's that's fucked up man it doesn't end (laughs) it's fucking ridiculous that is live as of right now and he he's not even like he's 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 a he is the full-time he is the only full-time black nascar driver Mm. but he is also half black Mm -hmm. so it's like it's just like it uh, what where's the sense in that? It doesn't matter. Where's the sense of 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 doing some bullshit like that I mean, where it's half it's, black black. I mean I'm half I'm half black. I it, I yeah. I still get it even though I'm half white also. So it doesn't it's it doesn't matter. He's it's, it's See like right now I probably would have made a joke about me also being half black and half white. Mm-hmm. But I'm but you probably not white. going to. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not going to. I'm but not going to make that joke. Are you but, kidding me? But you look very white. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> it just, no, it, that, it, that was fucked up. That's it, ridiculous. It doesn't end but, in the the issue. I mean, not to get we'll quickly get off the political stuff here, but it's it this emboldens people to be assholes when you you would have NASCAR basically like going against their the majority of their uh their fans basically as far as saying like we're not we're gonna abolish the Confederate flag. You're you're emboldening people, especially with everybody that's that's in charge right now, you, to say it's okay to do that. And so, you know, mm-hmm. you know uh, unless things change, which they are changing, but it's not an overnight process. And this this just proves that that's horrible. <laughs> just, yeah, it's amazingly horrible. Um, well, now it, that we got all the politics bullshit, <laughs> hopefully that's all the politics for the rest of the year. Uh, let's see here. I think we had a pay per view this weekend. Unless you have other things outside the ring, really quick. No, we did. Uh, I have uh, two more things here. So, really quick. All right. Um, WWE has made changes as far as uh, the the uh, NXT fans that are air quote fans that are outside the ring. First of all, we didn't talk really about uh, what happened with the Rona and <laughs> making uh, a yeah. reappearance in WWE. So they had the uh, the, re- the return of fans um, in the stands, and then come to find out that uh, that uh, uh, the NXT were they fans? They were. Legit fans, legit fans, friends and fans. Yes, friends of okay. friends of talent and family of talent and friends. They're, they did the old friends and family discount. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Um, 
but they were told also by uh, by producers over the loudspeaker they cannot have masks on, and they had to sign a waiver. Basically, the old uh, you, you can't sue us if you get COVID, um, which is always a fun thing to kind of per- peruse through. Uh, uh, the old sign. switcheroo, the right? The old switcheroo. So then there was that, and then uh, yeah, someone had had it, <laughs> got the COVID, um, and then they had recorded as of the announcement with the COVID. They have recorded Raw and two SmackDown episodes. Um, and so this week, we, we'll see what happens because as, as of this taping, there's really nothing. Um, Do you think that they, if they can't get the go-ahead for fans, for anybody to be in attendance mm-hmm. other than nece- necessary personnel, uh, i.e. wrestlers, mm-hmm. broadcast team, all that, all that, you know, hunk of junk, do you think that they go ahead then to proceed with the show with no fans again? I think, excuse me, I think they're going to have to. All right. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I guess if the show goes on, the show goes on. But I mean, damn, man, like this is the real reason why, like, you don't see Zane, you don't see Reigns. Owens is out. Like, this is, they're, they're not taking I don't blame them. They all got families, I think. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I they, know they that, have, I know that Owens and, and, and Roman have you know you know they have families i know that yeah. i don't know if sammy has kids and all that stuff but you know that all of them got families they got people to look after yeah how are you gonna how are you gonna do all this you know you're risking your life more than granted you signed on for a business where you are risking your life for your job mm-hmm. but this is risking your life in a way different sense especially, and now you're risking your loved one's life too so yeah. that's a whole different whole different story especially someone like roman reigns who's um, you know compromised and so you know god forbid he comes back into the arena and he still has something going on bro my dad works for the power company and when they found out that he was diabetic they were like oh you you're 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 staying home hmm. like you're not coming back to work and my dad was like when until this is over, they get it. Why can't Vince get it? <laughs> I don't yeah, I, I mean it's just it's yeah, it's just so weird. Um, so speaking of NXT, I, in a bit of good news, uh, yeah, question mark. Uh, NXT superstars are in the crowd have gotten better uh, situations in in the uh, in their stay with uh, WWE. In that they now have. Food and air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. It's a There's not thing. just and the chairs. one and big chairs. ass fan. Right. Or oh, they didn't have like as far as in their in their tents that they all stayed in. Uh, they, there was no AC. Now there's an AC. They get food. They get basically uh, like uh, craft services. And what's the food? And, one and a chair. sandwich and one <laughs> slice of cheese, yeah. like Firefest? <laughs> like Sonic. You get one <laughs> crappy grilled cheese sandwich. Um, and they get chairs too now. So yeah, it's it's really. I mean, what what are we doing? <laughs> I did notice <laughs> that on SmackDown this week there were NXT superstars who, I'm pretty sure, were also on the show on Wednesday, but they don't want to mention that. Right. And also sitting in yeah. NXT seats. Yes. It's like, yeah. come on, it's just it, it, you're at a SmackDown taping. Make SmackDown seats. <laughs> I know. I know. It's pretty simple. You have the money. To you do. have you yeah. have the NXT seats. You might as well invest in the SmackDown seats and make yeah. everything look aesthetically ple- pleasing. I don't. Get but it. then again, that's probably my slight OCD that I have. That's just me. That's <laughs> just me. Uh, and then the last thing I have outside the ring before we get into wrestling stuff here, um, if you have not seen the last episode of the Last Ride, it came out today, Sunday, um, uh, June twenty first, and it kind of tells you that taker is done and so it was also confirmed 
by WWE in their tweet it, from official WWE. It says hashtag thank you taker for dot dot dot, and then it has a collage of his photos, him putting his arm up right in the middle, and it says thank you, um, yeah, thank you Undertaker. And uh, again, he did not. It's not a spoiler, but at the end of it, he didn't say flat out that I'm done. But he did say, "I could now. I've now reached that moment where, like, in the throughout the process of this whole documentary, he was going on and on about not knowing when and just kind of wanting to keep going and going. And by the end of it, he's like, "I, I, I think I'm content and just kind of chilling and doing my thing with my family now. Um, so that was kind of." way to his way to go out i guess he again he didn't say outright but wwe has confirmed this and aj styles has also said that he's very honored that he was the last opponent uh for taker um and it's also if you watched the whole series of the last ride Mm -hmm. you know that he wanted somebody along the lines of aj styles to be his last match because he knows that his best match was with Shawn michaels at 25 and 26 right he knows that. Yeah. And the closest thing that Taker sees to Shawn Michaels nowadays is AJ Styles. And that's what he mentioned. He mentioned that he has better matches. He actually flat out said it he in the in the doc, he said that I have better matches with smaller guys. And he, yeah. he pointed to like Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, uh, and and then AJ Styles was was not gonna be on that list. And the, he was training for a match in front of people and then it goes into coronavirus. <laughs> and then it shows how they did a complete 180 and how it was supposed to turn and where they got this this plot of land about 40 minutes away from the, the performance center that they found and they doctored it up, made it look like a graveyard and pulled off one of the one of the best looking theatrical matches. And that was actually what I'm saying this part, what stemmed the the new way of doing things during the no fan era. It was the the cinematic look which helped out with uh, um money in the bank which was great for uh which the, helped out with a wrestlemania match the next day wrestlemania match uh yeah um uh for the uh the stampede match at AEW double or nothing like those all came from this one match with taker and styles um and if it if that had fallen through, if that looked like shit, then it, everything else probably would not be where it is now. But because it was so good and was put together so well, um, that that's where be able to kind of it, it was able to spawn other other things. Also with uh, Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream uh, at Takeover, yeah, you know, the backlot brawl, backlot brawl. So Taker, thank you, <laughs> thank you to Taker. Exactly, thank you. Yeah, and we'll we'll see where he goes from here. We had a. Uh, a wrestling match times one, two, three, seven, eight times eight on uh, Sunday with uh, Backlash. Yeah. What was the name of it again? Backlash. <laughs> no, it was the greatest wrestling match ever. Not, uh, it was, you know, it was okay. Yeah. It was. Okay. I'm sorry, you were saying. So you have that queued up for the whole show again? Not unless you don't say it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, that was there was only one. Shawn Michaels Undertaker is one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time for me. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Okay, I just want to point that out. Okay. Also, Bret and Austin. I think that was thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Okay. And Hogan Andre. Those are the three that are my tops. Okay. 
I have that. And yeah. I put 25, 26 kind of as like 1, 1A. Right. Okay. I have that. I have uh, Savage uh, Steamboat. I'm um, happy we're just getting right into it. Yeah. Just, just, still, yeah. I mean, fuck it, right? everything else on, on the card was, I mean, really, other than, no, no there was no changing hands and titles. Um, Nia Jax didn't kill anybody. Uh, I'm just looking, looking through the list of, of matches here. McIntyre beat Lashley. Uh, Street Profits, uh, yeah, it made, it made no sense. Um, and then uh, that that event. But as far as before we get to <laughs> the level of of greatness that that they professed, yeah, I mean, you, I, I would go into not that it was bad. I would go into other matches that I could say were better um, than this. Yes. However, however, I will give it a lot in saying that if you think about it as a concept match. As a gimmick match called the greatest wrestling match. Right. So you have people like Lil Nate, right? Yes. There's a reason he was dressed in the blues. <laughs> they, they went old school. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was a reason why there, you know, the MSG mic came down. Right. The Howard Finkel, mm -hmm. all the legendary moves, the Crimson Mask, they get color. It had everything that a typical old-school wrestling match had, mm. right? An old-school house show wrestling match where you just didn't know what was going to happen. They pulled off all these ridiculous moves and this and this and that. There was a Chris Benoit move. I don't know if anybody saw it that Edge did. That was fucking crazy. Which one? It's like when he had his arm in between. It was the, the, the cross face. Okay. So he had, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah. So, yeah, that one, uh, I didn't notice it until I saw a meme of uh, that picture mm. and then Triple H crying, and then it was a picture of Benoit doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. But, yeah. Yeah. So um, if you if you think about it as, like, a gimmick match, it, it's 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 pretty good. But regardless, I, I kind of would – it's in the better half of wrestling matches of all time. Okay. Right, maybe in the top twenty-five, maybe. Mm. But to call it the greatest wrestling match, not making you on your toes. No, nah, I'm gonna save you. It's all right. <laughs> I'll save you. Um, yeah. So yeah, calling it the greatest. <laughs> calling it the greatest match. Uh, it was a little presumptuous on their part, and you cannot. There's no way that you can possibly pay that off. To be the greatest match, if you call it the greatest match, like there wasn't any of the matches that we previously mentioned, did they say this is going to be the greatest match ever? It just was, <laughs> and so yeah. you expected something good. Also, something like where, where we saw last ride, where you talk about like Taker and, and Kane versus DX, that should have been a, a great match. It sucked ass, so you just don't know. And God forbid, and and also because they were able to tape this. This again, this with the with the new, no fan era, you're able to kind of go into that uh, you know, aspect and tape it and kind of fix things in post if a match part of the match didn't work, and that's what they did. It also led to the fact that it hurt Edge to the point where now he's out because he tore a pec. <laughs> so, yep. and, and and that was all. It wasn't even in the match. It was actually in the in the uh, the post in the reproduction, like in the reshoots. Yeah. Yep. So, Which is also what led to Christian getting his head punted off on Monday. And yes, we will get into that. But uh, as far as as far as greatest, it was it was really good. It was really good. And the two of them getting into it. Um, 
no, no way. I feel form. they are a perfect fit to pull off that kind of match. Yes. You know what I mean? They're pulling off other people's moves that people are going to notice. Oh, my God, that's this person's move. Right. This is that person's move. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. There's a rock bottom in there somewhere <laughs> at one point. Um, yeah. Although yeah. nobody mentions the fact that Samoa Joe does a rock bottom as his finishing move. But, you know, we, no. we won't. We're not going to get into that. Right Meanwhile, now. He's, he's part of the. I mean, well, he, he's not the rock. The rock is. The best thing I ever saw really quick before we move on was there was a match between Roman Reigns and, and Samoa Joe. And I saw someone caption it. It's Samoa Joe versus Joe, the Samoan. <laughs> Get it? That's his name. Um, K-Fabe. Yeah. K-Fabe. I'm sorry. Yeah, K-Fabe. <laughs> uh, I, I am also thankful that there was no uh, P involved in the Sheamus and Jeff Hardy match. Um, yeah. Again, Nia Jax did not break Asuka uh, in the face. Everything else was uh, pretty I'll be honest. I oh. do not remember a lot of whatever else happened other than the Braun and Miz match because I was heavily invested in the Miz and Morrison getting their due justice for the <laughs> heinous shrikanery uh. <laughs> that they pulled on Braun Strowman's car. What a word for it. Quite, nice. kind of. Good for you with that word. Um, and then the triple threat. It took a lot. It took a lot to, <laughs> it took a lot to get that one out. Shrikanery. Uh, and then the triple threat match with uh, the ladies, the Iconics, uh, uh, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. Look at that booty. Show me the booty. Um, so yeah, so I we had three days of booty this week. Did you notice give that? Give me the booty, I want the booty. We had three days of booty. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. back up the booty. Got a lot of booty going on today. Oh, that this week. So yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> all the, all the more booty <laughs> to have. Um, that was backlash. Uh, so really quick with with everything else that happened here, I'm just looking uh, raw. <laughs> Christian, <laughs> I, I think anytime that you have a sanctioned match. Um, you have to have a you can't be in your gear like you have to just look like a like you're robbing a place so that's what he what christian did at the end of uh yeah you need to look like you're getting into a street fight and that's that was him dressing all black we'll get that gets that really quick but uh very minute points with raw i mean it wasn't that eventful other than the fact that lashley asked a lot for a divorce after uh how many months like six seven months um that's hallelujah bring back rusev that's wrestling uh, bring back Rusev. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> big show uh, came back. My favorite part of the night was uh, Dominic Mysterio uh, basically destroying. <laughs> That's what they call him? Yeah. I'm so hyped. Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> I am so happy. That's fucking awesome. That's his legal name. <laughs> um, El, El Principe Dominic oh. Mysterio. Oh. Because his dad's Ray. Get it? Ray is king. Yes, it is. I, I, Princess, I, get it? See? It. See what I did there? Mm. See what I did there? Still, Quotes around it? I'm still doing Babel, man. You, you got to give me some slack. I, we haven't got it's to, all right. It's all right. You're learning, of, though. You're learning. That's we, all that matters. We haven't gotten to that part of, of King and Prince. So once, okay. I, once I learn that, then I can I can talk to you about Dominic. You're still conjugating your fucking, I, uh, your verbs? <laughs> we're still going into like Sare and, and Viver and all that good stuff. Um, you doing animal noises yet? No. I will uh, I'll get to that <laughs> very soon. I'll start with a, a frog. Um, after that, we had the uh, Iconics there, Apollo Crews and Sheldon Benjamin, Black on Black Crime, um, uh. Drew McIntyre and R-Truth uh, defeating Bobby Lashley and MVP, um, and then uh, Asuka actually defeating Nia Jax, and she took a man, <laughs> in this match here, not that it was anything eventful, but Nia Jax outside of the ring powerbombed Asuka onto the floor, and I thought she was dead. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I Anytime I see someone get in the ring with Asuka, I'm like, please just make it out alive. Man, That's all I want. The, the, she she slammed on the floor, grabbing the back of her head, and then they went to commercial. I'm like, no. Is she, is she like a concussion? What's going on? <laughs> so she it, it obviously ended up uh, taking the match and winning it. But man, like, it, it, yeah. <laughs> you think that's a good spot to have put in Nia Jackson that yeah, it, something might go wrong, especially but do that in the ring. Like, how about we take baby steps instead of starting out, outside the ring with you since you're just so cavalier with uh, everybody's bodies? Um, and then ending the night with uh, Randy Orton taking on Christian in a unsanctioned match. And, Remember uh, how Randy Orton was talking about leg slap, leg slap, leg slap, and then if, that's, look at the picture. And then the, the actual picture, the actual of, picture of him is <laughs> winding up the leg slap. <laughs> and that's where he, they were about to. He was about to do the leg slap, and then the camera switched to his back, so they couldn't show really like the, the kick to the head. But yeah, I mean, you hypocrite. <laughs> he had a good thud, though. It was a good thud. It was a good thud. After, but this is all after the betrayal. By mm-hmm. fellow former Evolution member uh, Ric Flair, who came fellow former ex rival, yep, yeah, same all that good stuff against Randy Orton, yeah. And he came to uh, stop Christian from having the match, and Christian was like, "I have to do this," and he's like, "All right," and then he went to go fight Randy Orton, and he gets a crotch shot by from uh, Flair, and uh, that was the end of it. <laughs> he got the the slap her around the world from the leg to the the face of Christian, and uh, the one two three, and there's a very creepy end to the match where EMT came into the ring with a stretcher put him on it with the neck brace they had the neck brace on wrong they had to switch it up and then they wouldn't take him because Randy was still uh, macking for the camera to yeah, the point where it, it, it faded out and then that was it like wouldn't you be if, if, if real life an EMT wouldn't you just be like sir you have to get the hell out of here we have to take yeah. him since you just you cracked his neck we have to take him out of here but he's so imposing he is so imposing you know what I mean yeah He stops. He stops all EMT from doing their thing. Just uh, all kinds of, all kinds of weird. I'm gonna give you a cough button. I'm sorry. (laughs) I thought I thought I held it down long enough. Mm, Sure. Um, After that, we had oh Wednesday. Uh, You had some stuff with AEW and Dynamite and all the goodness. This is all leading into Fighter Fest, which is happening uh, July 1st and for two weeks. Yes, thank God. Uh Right, two weeks. Seven days? For, oh, oh, oh. No, I'm it's saying, two no, days. No, I'm saying two days. Yes. <laughs> two, <laughs> two Wednesdays. Hyped up uh, uh, Dynamite editions. Did you notice that there was a, like a bunch of beeps during the broadcast? Yeah. What was that? At about? really weird times yeah. where it didn't sound like anybody was cursing? Yeah. One of them was during the Revival match. I just want to point that out. Like really? when the Revival came, not their match, but when they came down. Yeah. I don't know if like I think maybe Jim slipped up and said the revival, hmm. but that that was one time I remember off the top of my head. But all those other times, it was odd. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So that was just the first thing I had about AEW. Okay. <laughs> um, started off the the night with uh, Dynamite's uh, the World Tag Team Title Match with the Natural Nightmares against uh, Omega and Hangman Page. Uh, no, um, no alley for QT Marshall at the beginning of the match. Yeah, but uh, and she came out later. Thank she did, God, she did come out. Thank God, yeah, she did come out later. Um, to the chagrin of uh, Brandy Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes, by the way, this week came out with uh, some bikini photos. Just outstanding. Anyway, um, remarkable. It's just remarkable. Uh, QT and Natural Nightmares uh, take the loss, uh, and Omega still retains with Hangman. Um. 
I'm hoping that there's some sort of like betrayal from QT because of Allie. Uh, next up, which one comes first, QT's betrayal or uh, Hangman's betrayal? I think QT at this point. Right. It seems like it's taking a while. <laughs> I know it's a slow. Yeah, build. that's a slow burn. It's a very slow burn. <laughs> but like, it, it, I don't know if there's gonna be a payoff or maybe they're waiting for like a live audience to kind of do that thing, um, which would be great. Oh, that, the pop for that. The pop Oof. would be amazing. But yeah, which is what I was going to say also as far as the uh, the other match. the uh, That one, it would have been better with the audience. Yes, it would have. I think it would have added because, to it. Because the Meltzer, uh, the Meltzer meter would have gone up with by, it would have gone up a star for each the amount of holy shit chance there were. <laughs> the Meltzer meter. Um, next up we had Anna J. I'm looking like a magician and hot as hell versus... Abaddon, yeah, the debut. Well, the the dynamite debut. She was on Dark, uh, one match against uh, uh, Kikarushita. but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> God bless Ross, man. I'm just like I- I'm flabbergasted and amazed at sometimes the things that come out of his mouth, um, especially in his o- at his older age. Um, yeah, he said, yeah. At one point, he said, and Abaddon. For those who don't know, um, she was in TNA. She was uh, a huge like the indie scene, and she looks like. How do you even describe her look? I I have the perfect perfect description. Sure, sure. It is exactly what everybody wanted and thought Sister Abigail would be as a person. I would uh, yes, good yeah. I like it. <laughs> like she is just the epitome of nightmare, um, with two different color contacts and freaky makeup. She looks like she looks like a very creepy, yeah, like a Sister Abigail exactly. Um, and she Baker wrote a note saying this broad needs to find Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the quote of the day, the night, the week, Jim Ross says about Abaddon. First of all, when she came, she comes crawling out of the uh, the entranceway, and uh, she he's like, "Whatever, Excalibur, look at her, look at her." Uh, he's she's in the middle of the match, and he she he goes, uh, "Yeah, and, and she's got girth." To he goes pause. he goes low center pause. of gravity. And she's got girth. And she's got girth. Pause. And then pause. 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 Long pause. pause. Very long pause. pause. Like no response. Pause. <laughs> A- athletic girth. Athletic. <laughs> How do you say that about a woman? Athletic girth. You just basically told, call her. You call her fat, but it's it's athletic fat. It's not like it's it's not stagnant fat. It's athletic fat. You want to know the funniest thing ever though? Damn I saw that match. Damage. And then I saw after uh, uh, Alexa Bliss in the ring on SmackDown, or she was outside the ring going. Uh, Hey, where's Nikki? And then in my mind, it just cut to that match with Abaddon. I was like, oh, what if? What if? That'd be fucking crazy. The same person? Because they kind of look alike. They kind of look alike, yes. But but uh, Cross has a, a little better build. Not as girthy. I think she's also taller. Not as girthy. <laughs> Not as girthy. Uh, also, Nikki Cross and uh, the over-under, the new drinking game now, is anytime you see Nikki Cross uh, smack her tit, you take a, take a shot. Um, ah, you will get drunk. You will get drunk uh, in the first two minutes of a match because she is just all kinds of smacking her boobies, um, all kinds of it. <laughs> so Abaddon wins against Anna J, and then Anna J gets offered. Um, looks like she's getting offered a position in the Dark Order by uh, Brody Lee. So that, that'll be interesting. The first female uh, as part of uh, Dark Order. I know that should be that should be going. Um, MJF and uh, with Wardlow taking on 
Uh, Billy. 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 Not, you can't say Billy Gunn, but you can say Billy. Leader of the, the way you said it was hilarious. He's taking on uh, <clears throat> Billy. Billy. <laughs> I want to say Billy Gunn. And you can't, really, you can't say Billy Gunn. That's so weird. Tra- trademarks and, and law is weird. You just can't say Billy Gunn. But you can say Billy, leader of the gun club. <laughs> you can, Trademark and, is weird. And I don't know if you noticed, uh-huh. but the gun club symbol mm-hmm. looks like a certain, I don't know, undisputed symbol upside down and without an extra thing. Oh, it doesn't now. Yeah. Uh, you gotta take a look at it. Uh, As you look through your wardrobe. I have it. I have it. Give <laughs> yeah. me a sec. What, uh, what, uh, what an obscure shirt. I want to go on the AEW website and see if I can get a shirt. Oh, I like this shirt. Um, and Billy just basically uh, destroying MJF for the most part. But then finally, uh, MJF, Warlow gets involved with uh, uh, Austin Gunn, uh, Billy's son. Uh, but MJF gets the win on that one. They they hate him on on a commentary. They hate his guts. <laughs> I love just it's like a little bitch. Um, like sex gods get uh, interviewed, um, setting up the for the match that they have later on. <laughs> Tony Schiavone throughout the entire night. By the way, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it looks exactly like UE. That's right. Weird. Now I'm gonna turn it upside down. Okay. Uh, Joey showing me the shirt from the Gun Club. It looks like the it looks like undisputed era. <laughs> it does. Very that is weird. That's very weird. There's got to be some sort of uh, some sort of lawsuit involved. Get, get Vinnie Mac on the phone and and uh, and this charade. Um, Britt Britt Baker, by the way, uh, uh, clothesline clothesline pinching uh, notes to Tony Schiavone. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is hysterical <laughs> the entire time. Um, and then the and. And then it results in uh, Big Swole uh, commandeering the the cart that she's on in a wheelchair, and um, <laughs> calls her a heifer. <laughs> We're gonna go here, heifer. It was, I, 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 I literally just I shouted laughing. I, I I was very audible in my laugh when she said that. You heifer. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's one of those you're like. I was cracking up for a while. It was just funny that she said out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> Next up, TNT champion uh, Cody taking on uh, uh, all challengers. And who comes showing up but former NWA World Television Champion, the absolute Ricky Starks. And I have never heard of him until that this this moment here. Uh, he, that boy good. <laughs> that boy, that good. boy is good. Do you have a- And I just want to point this out. Yes, please. Tell me he doesn't kind of give you like a Razor Ramon vibe. He does. Right? Yeah. But also looks like- uh, Power line from a goofy movie. <laughs> the hair, right? The hair, the, hair, the, yes. the face, and everything. Yes, all that it. stuff. From from neck up, he's power line. From head, from shoulders down, all razor right there. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, um, funny enough, we uh, host trivia on uh, on Thursday nights, and one of the songs for the name that tune round. <laughs> Oh 
I is so underrated, and I love that song so much. And I'm just, it reminds me of just '90s. It just all. I can't believe I pulled that from just my fucking memory, and then you also pulled that fucking <laughs> song in trivia. That's hilarious. We did a Disney round, and that was one of the songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Goofy movie, and I gotta watch a Goofy movie again, man. That was a good movie. <laughs> Powerline. Uh, anyway, yeah, Ricky Starks <laughs> looks like he's from Powerline, um, and he gets the loss against Cody. Um, uh, Young Bucks taking on uh Super Bad Death Squad, I guess is the new name, uh, which is interesting, with uh Kip Sabian and uh the newly re- newly rehabbed uh Jimmy Havoc. Uh, with uh, watching this match <laughs> with all this going around is kind of like I was kind of cringing for the whole time, like the whole match. Anytime Jimmy was in, I was like, eesh. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. ah, damn that guy did what i know i know that's weird but this at least they're giving him a, a shot here as far as like they're not gonna like fire him immediately they give him some time to kind of like work things out yeah you got to respect aew for doing that because not a lot of places would do that yeah i don't think what if it was somebody else though not to get off on a tangent here but if it was somebody else that wasn't as prolific in AEW as Havoc is. I mean, he's not like top tier, but he's he's a good mid-carder. Mm-hmm. Would they have given him the same chance? Like, would Tony Khan be like, listen, you know, like if someone like, I don't know, I don't know. If someone like Sonny Kiss was like accused of groping another guy, <laughs> would they be like, oh, you got to go? But I don't it's think so. It's Jimmy Havoc. Different scenario. Please don't, please don't make me ask that. Why is it different? I'm going to just point it out. The way I was thinking about it in my head was... Um, if someone along the lines of a Pineapple Pete, okay, like who has been there as long as Pineapple Pete, but yeah. isn't pretty much you know over as shit as right. he is, right? If they would have kept it, like that person, right? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I would say probably not. It's a good question because like someone that's that's a higher tier level, like a a lister, uh, someone that's main main eventer. I mean, this, I'm hypothetical. This is all hypothetical. I'll tell you this: if five someone months like Reigns, ago, if someone like Roman Reigns did it, like, would it be like uh, it'd be all yeah, the news? No, they would have kept him, and WWE lawyers would have been his, right. his lawyers in court and stuff like that. Right. But I'll say this: if it was like five months ago, and these allegations came out against Havoc, I don't know what the situation would be. Yeah, I think because he kind of like came into his into this whole super bad squad within the past within quarantine. Right. Right. So. Yeah, no. In the beginning of of Dynamite, he was like on once what every other whenever month, they had an that, extreme match. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't like he was yeah once every couple. And it months. wasn't even all of them. It was just like ninety five percent of them. Yeah. So, but now he's he's more seen on TV, and and I guess they it, it's just weird. It's a different uh, different categories, different punishments for different people. Um, different and, strokes for different folks. For different folks, am I right? And then of course Penelope Ford and uh, her just, just good lord, uh, just amazing. Um, would you rather Penelope Ford or Mandy Rose? Oh my lord! You're gonna make me do this. We're doing this right now. Um, Mandy. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Yeah, yeah, probably Mandy. Mandy. Okay. Uh, I think I might go the same way, but we don't. We don't have enough time for me to think this out the proper through the proper channels in my head. It's very. There's not enough time for us to do that. It is very close though. Um. Can we just talk? I want to talk also about. I mean, we're still in the same match here as far as the 
the super bad versus uh, the young bucks uh, in this match uh they were interfer- interference came from FTR as well as the butcher and the blade and the butcher and the blade again look like backstreet boys painting uh motif and, and coming yep. in, in all white i'm not understanding what that look is um especially with the skull cap uh, that's all white um especially with the freaking uh the butcher's mustache <laughs> like what's that i'm just waiting for him to take penelope ford and tire to a train tracks i just it, <laughs> <laughs> i just don't understand um, drop a pendulum over over yeah. her <laughs> Yeah. While the train's coming, it's gonna swing and just chop her now. Ten, ten sticks of dynamite right behind it, so that when the train goes, it blows up. You got all three coming at you. <laughs> yeah, I watched a lot of Acme back in the day. <laughs> it's a lot of just like yeah, Acme uh, products just getting thrown at her. Um, Young Bucks take it, and then yeah, and then all and all hell, the hell breaks loose with uh, all four teams going after each other. Um, Taz doing a uh, a promo, cutting a promo with Brian Cage, and now I understand why Taz is the mouthpiece for Brian Cage. Yeah, he's just wow. <laughs> he looks impressive. He, he, his talk not so impressive. Uh, so that's why you got Taz. Now I get it. Now I understand. Um, Britt Baker uh, found outside in the dumpster. Um, <laughs> her poor, I, for, I forgot her name. The one that uh, is like with Britt, like pushing her around. I've heard her. Uh, I think two weeks ago she said "rebel." Rebel, yes. Sorry, yes. Yeah. This week I heard Reba. I don't know which one it is anymore. Huh. She was fired, fired and hired in, in like a hot second, and she was in the dumpster and um, setting up with Big Swole. Um, I didn't know the name of Matt Hardy that came out. Matt Hardy came out to the commentary match for the main event. I didn't know this was unkillable. Matt Hardy. Yes, unkillable. I was this, this this makes sense. You know the the brown jacket, the jeans. I get it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so there's a lot of just crossover with just ideas now. So because of this, this kind of uh, with the different the different faces of Matt Hardy originally done by Mick Foley, but now done by Matt Hardy, kind of had a carryover into WWE. And we'll get into that a little bit as far as uh, Mr. Bray Wyatt. But uh, I, I'm I'm all down. I'm all down for characters kind of like and and funny enough, Undertaker actually kind of alluded to that in the last episode of last ride where he's talking about how when the attitude era came that he had to evolve which which was the the birth of american badass taker um the best one in my opinion that's just me it's not a popular opinion i loved american badass so did i I, especially the theme song the motorcycle the the whole gimmick got me the gimmick got me good Yeah, yeah so he was he brought he brought that up because he was talking about styles and how um, with this last match that he had, that the the grave the boneyard match was kind of like a, a, a fusion of three Undertakers. So it was original Undertaker, badass Undertaker, and then Mark Calloway. So it was cause, yeah. because he was talking. He talked about his wife, and so it was kind of like you're you're crossing that line into realism here. And and freaking Michelle McCool's like uh, I, I called AJ's wife. I was like, wow, he's she's, she's really uh, digging in on this whole thing. Um, I, I find it hard to believe that. Wendy. Yeah, I find it hard to yeah, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy Styles. Um, I find it hard to believe that they didn't like AJ being AJ, who's like the nicest guy ever. Is like, uh, hey Mark, do you mind if I if I talk about like he didn't like collaborate this whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> like where Michelle was just out of the picture and was like wasn't in, in the meeting that day. Like I can't believe AJ Styles went there. Um, yeah, it was just it just it's all that to say it's just it's interesting seeing like you can have a character and have all your characters that you've had in your in your career. And you can get to pick and choose at this point, like which one you want to be, because it gives you a wider range 
to work. And so like a video game. Right. So it'd be, it'd be stupid having not stupid, I shouldn't say that. It'd be different having uh uh broken Matt Hardy uh at the table as opposed to unkillable. Unkillable can just talk like he normally talks, <laughs> whereas broken Matt Hardy has to go into the whole, you know, uh Paul Bear spiel. Sound. Yeah. Um so anyway, it's a main events. So this determine determining the number one contender uh for the tag team titles, best friends against the sex gods. Uh at least my favorite part of the night, just skipping to the the, the end here. Um the Orange Cassidy was completely gone. Not, not did not come out with best friends. No, he didn't. <clears throat> um He took the night off, some would say. Took the night off. Took the night off. Uh the match was over. Uh Best Friends uh, retain the number one contendership. And there's a lone cameraman that comes to the ringside area. <laughs> he puts the camera down, takes his ha- his mask off, and it is Arnold. He tripped Cassidy. Sammy before. Forgot that. He did, yes. He tripped Sammy. Right. Like, oh, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. Cameraman got That's in the way. Right, right, oh, yes. Weird. Yeah. yeah, and they kind of like threw that, which was a great like kind of throwaway. <laughs> um and then yeah, and he takes off the mask and it's it's uh Cassidy and just goes after everybody. Um I like that kind of thing. I like that kind of stupid, like, oh, it's, it's the guy who's standing outside the entire time. Um, Especially because it's Chris Jericho's thing. Yeah. Like, the camera, the cameraman thing is Chris Jericho's thing. So, basically, just reversed it on him. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, that setting up, and that set up the uh, the Fighter Fest match with uh, Cassidy and Jericho. I would not be surprised if uh, Cassidy wins that match, if Jericho puts him over. Um See it? I can see it. He's, he's so uh, Chris Jericho's always want to take one for the team. Yeah, he's, he's so over. Um, yeah, and that's Fi- Fighter Fest is uh, July first, so that is not. Is it next week? Yeah. No, two weeks. No, it's next week. So not this week. Next week. Yeah, next week. Next week. So, yeah. So it's wait, two Wednesdays. So this this Wednesday is Dynamite, and the following Wednesday is Fighter Fest. Night one of two of Fighter Fest. I'm looking forward to that, um, which then also leads me to, or leads us to NXT, which, because of Fighter Fest, I love. See, this is why we love competition because you would not have counter programming. Counter programming. You you would not have what they set up uh, as their main event in in a week or two because if they wouldn't be no purpose other than we're trying to compete with Fighter Fest for uh, for ratings here, and that's a hell of a paper uh, pay per view style main event. They have going on. Hell yeah, I'm um, so hyped for that. That is, it's gonna be a good one. So I am so so hyped for that. NXT, uh, <laughs> I I popped hard. I I will freely admit when uh, so Imperium came out to their music, and then Brizongo came out to their the same music to their music, but in like a techno version of it, and it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much better than it their was music. So much better. <laughs> Like I would rock that music. <laughs> I want to know what Brizango's hair was. That's really it. Uh-huh. That's all I wanted to know. Maybe if he had done a bald cap, it would have gone over a little, a bit, little better. bit better. Sure. But uh, regardless, that was hilarious. Very funny. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Brizango's back and and uh, against Imperium um, for the titles and uh, ended up with uh, Fandango uh, taking a DD spiking. Yeah, spiking a Fandango with a DDT at the end there. Um, Eichner did to retain yeah. retain the titles. Uh, the return of Killian Dane. And he's still jobbing. He lost to Damian Priest. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't get that. Uh, Aaliyah d- uh, defeating Zia Lee, by the way. Uh, I think that's like her first. It might be her first victory ever. Um, but the funny Robert thing, Stone, hella trash at ringside. I love 
Robert Stone. I want to say that Robert right Stone now. is hilarious, the, man. The, the just yeah, it's like, fucking awesome. It is just the whole the whole shtick is just hysterical that he's just like so down and out because he has nobody part of the Robert Stone brand, and uh, he just he puked in the ring. Uh, Leah like walks over it. <laughs> he spewed everywhere. Like, whatever that was, it was just so so gross. Yeah, spewed all in the ring. She walks through it, and it's like, come on, let's go. Um, I'm gonna make out with you while you just puked. Um, Ugh, come and, on. And he uh, uh, had Adam Cole in the ring. After that, I had Adam Cole in the ring, and uh, uh, Keith Lee comes out. So this basically established uh, while while in the ring with it was Adam Cole, Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano, and uh, Finn Balor. And then from the confines of his his home, he will never leave that spot. Like he just sits there in that one corner. Like that's that's his my this is my Zoom spot. You will not move me. William Regal. Uh, gets on camera and uh, proclaims that they will have a triple threat match for the uh, North American title, and whoever wins that will go against Adam Cole and for everything for both titles on July eighth. That's amazing. That's night night two oh, night two of Fighter I'm Fest. I'm so happy. Night All two right. Fighter Fest. Early early favorite early favorite. Who do you think is walking out July eighth with both titles? I think it's, I think it's Finn. I'm saying it's either going to be Finn or Keith. Yeah, I can see them can giving see Keith this. This is where they give him the push. I, I can see it. Beat everybody down in his path. Yeah, it's not going to be Johnny. We can all agree on that. Uh, yes, I can agree. <laughs> I'd be shocked. I'd be. I'd be. Oh. He's he's being put in there to be big match Johnny. Yeah, you know, I'd be completely shocked if it was Johnny. But yeah, no, I think yeah, yeah, I could see Keith or or Finn doing it. Um, that that's gonna be the hell of a match. So basically, they're gonna go up against. Uh, uh, Moxley and uh, and Cage. So it's John Moxley and and, and uh, Brian Cage for their their main event. Uh, we'll have this main event. I which one would you rather see? Gun gun to head. We had to pick one. I know. Gun to head. I know. Yeah, that look. See, here's the thing. A couple different factors. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the main event is going to be yet. You just know one of the three is going to face Adam Cole. Granted, all of them could probably have a good match against Adam Cole. Which but one? you already know who's facing John Moxley. Uh, you know, right. right? No, you're right. That being said, I think I'd probably still watch NXT. So who? Okay, all right. So then to to piggyback off what you just said, so next week, this week coming up, is uh, the Triple Threat match for the North American title. Of those three, which one? would pair up with Adam Cole the best to give you the better main event again going up against Moxley and, and Cage. Keith Lee. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Keith Lee against because Adam Cole. Keith Lee be- is that that big man who can also work small men. Right. And he also works like a small man. Right. Okay. Um I I, yeah. I was thinking I, was I think thinking. I you can't you can't put all these former NXT champions in the ring especially Finn and Adam and not have like a Keith Lee's been on a, on a, on a catapult all year. Why wouldn't you have this be the time where he finally, you know, sets the blaze, uh, sets the, the ball ablaze and, you know, pulls the rip cord. I gotcha. There we go. (laughs) That was a deep deep one. (laughs) And you're spent. Um, (laughs) I blacked out. What happened? I'm kidding. (laughs) That was amazing. Uh, <laughs> Dakota Kai be, uh, beating up uh, Kaden Carter, who was uh, speaking of 
Speaking of NXT talent in the uh, in the audience, <laughs> and then coming out yeah. for NXT and then going back into the audience. Some might call her an NXT talent. Other people that we know would probably call her a fan. We just call her Caden. <laughs> you just call her Caden. <laughs> the talent there. Uh, Return of Bronson Reed and uh, destroying Leon Ruff. Uh, this poor guy, man. He's like, he's five pounds soaking wet. He comes out, God bless him, so excited that he's going to win. And he just gets completely destroyed in five seconds flat. And then Reed uh, goes to threaten Carrying uh, uh, Cross. Yeah. And now we have Carrying Cross versus uh, the Ozilla. That should be. The Ozilla. Should we go going? Sorry. That was better. Up. <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, the main event, which uh, had Sasha Banks and Bailey taking on. Uh, I need oh, the shit. booty. I like the booty. Oh, what a booty! Shaking that booty. I... She, she did. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. And uh, did you know that she was doing that whole like call that uh, that Shotzi does? Bailey hit it. Saw the booty. I want the booty. Lo- yeah, but did you notice that? That was a serious question, though. <laughs> Hit it, uh, yes. No, I, I did notice that. Um, I also noticed the fact that as much as I may dislike, <clears throat> I may dislike Sasha Banks, and uh, I, I know that she's notorious for not being really fan friendly. She was the star of this match, and if you go back to watch this match, the the way that she just either puts the other other team over with Shotzi and Tegan, or just her moves, she's just on like another. Playing, and I know Bailey's the champ, but Sasha Banks. If you get you get a chance to like watch either this match or just her matches in general, she has a match actually. Uh, is it on Raw tomorrow? We're against the the Iconics, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yes. So uh, it, look f- at her <laughs> as far as like just the ability that she has and the moves that she does, and her move set is just above and beyond. Um, so I, I actually enjoyed this match very much. So and uh, they retained uh, to keep the belts, but uh, that, a really good paper uh, pay per view. Really good main event, um, and it, women women going at it over the main event again, um, and now now it's just like it's it's like okay, like it, back in the day it was just like oh my god, women are, are main eventing. This is amazing. Like, what? Yeah. But it's now like, it's, it's just you know Wednesday. Yeah, now it's Wednesday or it's a pay per view because yeah. <laughs> women just seem to pay, main event pay per views all the time. Not that I'm mad at all. It, it, it's actually really good, but it just it, it's so weird how things you know time changes things, and and we're we're learning that right now in our lives. Um, yep. And then, last but not least, uh, Smackadowna. The Smackadowna. Um, really only a couple things here, other than, well, two major things. We had a debut. Bra. <laughs> the the <laughs> debut. The debut of Matt Riddle on Smackdown. Did you say debut because D- he also said on Instagram that he had a great debut and actually spelled it D-E-B-U-T-T? I did not see that, but I usually say debut. <laughs> Just yeah. jokingly say D but that's pretty funny you said that. And now we're gonna find the uh apparently the bro that's gonna run the show and I'm so <laughs> pissed I didn't figure that out before. It's uh, it's low hanging fruit and you just can't reach it. Like it you're just, you know, like you're, five foot tall trying to get something off the top shelf of wall bombs. <laughs> wall bombs. Wow. What a what a reference. Yeah. They just got rid of those over by my house a couple years ago. Wall bombs. Um what what a push! Rocket up the ass with uh, Riddle not only debuting in in basically a lumberjack match, um, but uh, yeah. but beating Styles in a non-title match, um, in, in a quickly changed non-title match because that he was oh yeah he said it in a heartbeat like no it's not for the title <laughs> absolutely not he was about one vocal cord strain away from that being a, a fucking intercontinental title match yeah <laughs> um 
couple other things before the main event. I I always appreciate anytime New Day is is uh, in the ring and they just immediately take their jacket off and throw it at Corey Graves. That yeah, it makes me laugh. I I am always amused by that. Um, Sasha Banks defeated uh, Nikki Cross when Nikki Cross basically out, outed on uh, Alexa Bliss and you found her basically going after Banks and Bailey um, again. Take shots anytime that she smacks her her boobs. You you will be drunk in five seconds. Um, Oof. And, and that is that was <laughs> that was SmackDown. Other than the other the other part of SmackDown, which was uh, your boy uh, there he is Braun Strowman, um, and uh, he's in the ring and uh, he gets uh, the Firefly Funhouse at the end of the show, and uh-huh. you get you get a new uh, you get a new character in the mix here. Yeah, a new, new old character new, coming old, back. Yeah, new old character. In uh, in Bray Wyatt's um, buzzard, Bray. the first thing. Uh, see now, how would you? All right, we have the fiend Bray Wyatt, right? But how would you describe this Bray Wyatt? You got Husky Harris Bray Wyatt, buzzard Bray, buzzard Bray. Follow the buzzards, Bray Wyatt. Right. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm, I don't I'm know how going, we're I'm, categorized. I'm only going by chair the, Bray Wyatt. What are we going with? <laughs> I'm only going by the uh, his shirt. So it, it is in his funhouse. He has uh, he has the buzzard and he has the shirt. Uh, yes. So I, yes. It, has, it kind of has the same look now. So I, that's that's why I said buzzard. Okay. Buzzard Wyatt. Um, he also did end the entire show by saying, "Follow the buzzard." Oh, he said that too. Yes, he did do that. <laughs> Takes care of that. And that's how you knew it was back. <laughs> so I'm 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 looking forward to now like the three faces of of uh, Bray. Um, do we get Husky back? Oh my God, that'd be hilarious! He comes Husky. out with a Nexus armband. <laughs> <laughs> but he has to shave. Can't have any facial. No, he he can keep it, put it up in a bun. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to shave. Keep it up in a bun, but he's got to wear only only trunks. Yeah. No shirt, just trunks. Just trunks. <laughs> That's what it has to be. So or like, Nexus trunks. He's look, look like Otis. I mean Nexus shirt and trunks. <laughs> he's gonna look, look like Otis. I'm telling you. Um, yeah. <laughs> First off, Husky Harris. In heavy machinery would have been an amazing fucking come up for heavy machinery. <laughs> it really would. Um, so that was an awesome way to to end SmackDown there. Uh, other than, other than it just being like a lackluster show as as it normally is, and this was the first full week of no Heyman in charge. Uh, yeah, it's really just Raw. SmackDown's always Pritchard, isn't it? Uh, true. That's this is very true. But yeah, yeah, but this is yeah, Pritchard, Pritchard taking which is somehow SmackDown is still kind of better, and you know yeah. people are kind of well, it's it's still better because it's it's two hours. It's it's, way, it's true. way too much stretched out, man. It's like way too much shit in three hours. We've had this complaint, and everybody has the same complaint. It's like it's way too much. It's just I mean, they, I heard I heard somebody say that the start of the downfall of professional wrestling was Raw and Nitro, and then I heard somebody go, I don't think it was Raw and Nitro. I think no, it was Raw and Nitro. Going to two hours and then three hours because they were an hour show. It was quick, quick, quick. It was hard hitting. You know what I mean? But stretching it to two hours and then raw to three hours, you got to fill that time yeah. to meet your yeah. um, commercial standards. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. I, it's uh, advertisement. There you go. Um, use your words. Use your vowels. I. Don't I, I don't agree at all as far as like the downfall being. If if anything, it was that was the best period of wrestling in, of all time. Was the Monday night? Oh, Wars. absolutely. Um, I'm not saying it was the downfall of it. Right. I'm just saying it has drastically died off since then. 
Yes. Well, it also died off because there wasn't any competition. But now that there is competition, I mean, they, they, exactly. they can't compete with Monday nights. Um, just because. But it's funny. Even like back then, people are going, I know that there's competition, and I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to watch it. Right. You know? Uh, why wouldn't you, though? I mean, if you're like a really rest- a, a real wrestling fan, <laughs> why would you not? Why would you not want to try something else? Like you, you, you missed out on WCW for eighty four weeks. Had had eighty three, eighty three. I thought it was eighty four. Eighty three weeks with for Eric Bischoff. Eighty three weeks on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, all for, that. <laughs> for eighty three weeks ran wrestling, and so you know for for you know, for that time period, they had not necessarily the better product. But the more interesting product to bring eyes to wrestling, and so and they ran that NWO thing. Man, they ran it to the ground, <laughs> and and they ran it. Not only did they run it into the ground after eighty three weeks, after that period, they went even further with NWO and had a whole new faction of NWO, and then and then the NWO Wolfpack, and then LWO, and then just they ran into the ground. Like I didn't understand where they and were. And then go. JWO. Who's JWO? The Jew World Order. Oh my God! What when the, the hell? hell? My, my fucking tear. What the shit? Jesus. What kind of unprofessional son of a bitch, you know? That turned on out of nowhere. So you have a ghost in your house? I think so. Okay. Hello? (laughs) All right. I think think I'm good. Uh, I think. Video of you hovering over the bed or it didn't happen. Like, there's got to be, like, you have to set up, like, some sort of, like, like, uh, camera. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some dark camera. Camera in, in the corner of my yes, room? Yeah. <laughs> Paranormal activity shit. Like, you have to get a camera in the room, let it film the entire time, and just see, like... Start rolling my eyes back like Taker. <sighs> you're going you're to see, like, like your 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 mom's going to, like, walk in the room and just stand there for, like, three hours and just see... Like, as it's, like fast forward, you see her, like, twitch like this. and She's just standing yeah. over your bed. Yeah, I want to see that. The worst part of it was that a fucking commercial came on, too. So weird. It was like, yo... Listen, don't don't they know I'm recording a podcast? No free ads, dude. Well, here's here's I'll, 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 after I just gave a free plug. Free plug, yeah, really. Um, I will leave. I will leave. Uh, unless there's something else you want to talk about, I will leave it on this uh, really quick. I'm story. all done. Uh, really quick story. In my room, um, in my bedroom, they I had a uh, they I had a a bulb that was like. Is that your pronoun you go by now? They. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I use they. There's them. <laughs> talk about myself in the third person. Um, in the fourth person, I had a bulb that was kind of like on its way out and I <laughs> went to Lowe's. I got another bulb. Um, I procrastinated on changing it and I'm sitting on my bed and it's starting to flicker and I'm looking at my wall and I'm looking at, I have my dad's, uh, happy father's day, by the way, to everybody that's out there. Um, uh, yes, I have my dad's Yankee hat nailed to my wall. And I will say good night to it. I'll say good morning to it and rub it and do, go on my way. I see the flicker, and I and I, I, for some reason I remember hearing someone had told me about if like that's how communication happens from beyond. And yeah, paranormal flicker. communication right. stuff like that. So I go, Dad, if you're in this room, and again, it's it was kind of like it was flicker, flicker, and it would just be solid. It would be fine. And flicker, flicker for a little bit, and then be be fine. I, I just on the way, I go, Dad, if you're in this room, shut the light off. Click. The light went off. Ooh. I was lost my shit. <laughs> I lost my shit. I, I how prom- much uh, herbal vitamins you, were you taking? Uh, I, I was so I was a little high, but 
but not high enough to not notice that there was not a light that was on that just flickered off. So in that moment when I said it, I swear to you, my mouth to my God bless my dad, rest in peace, it went off. And I was like, I said, holy shit. And then it came back on. And I'm like, I, okay, I take the bulb. <laughs> okay, all right. I took the thing off. I put, and then it finally went out. So after after it did that, it went on. And then after a couple minutes, it went out and that was it. It was done. So at that point, I was like, I guess I have to change the bulb now. <laughs> Freaky ass shit. And oh, I, I immediately call Lisa. I'm like, Lisa, you will not believe what just happened. <laughs> and she could not believe it. It was just weird. It was just weird, weird shit. And so next yeah, time, ask story. him to drop the hat. Well, then he'd have to basically unsnap it. It was a snapback. So he has to unsnap it from the, the, the hook, and then it will fall to the ground. Oh, it's not like just one that's kind of hanging on it? Right, no. It's not like a like a fitted hat. It's a snap. Okay, so okay, the, okay. The nail is through the snap part of it. It's through the whole ah. snap. So if he can do mm-hmm. that, I'm, I'll be impressed. <laughs> if he can get that off and be like, listen, I, I want my hat back. Like, <laughs> dude, take it. You got it, bro. I'm <laughs> sorry. Damn. Damn. Dad, I'm sorry. Dad. Take the hat. <laughs> can you stop <laughs> punishing me? <laughs> take the hat. Ah, uh, what a good Take show. the hat, leave the cannoli. Leave the cannoli. Well, uh, what do we have this week here? Uh, setting up more for Fighter Fest. Um, nothing as far as any pay-per-views going on with WWE. No. Um, just more three-hour. The July pay-per-view is Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. It looks like like the new, the new thing for that, like the actual signage for it looks. Uh, like NXT in your house? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> very, very 90s look. It was very weird. <sighs> very weird um yeah so that's 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 that and that's 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 all i got i'm spent yeah, i'm spent i'm spent as well what a long weekend but on that note i wanted to bring it, it back <laughs> brings I, me back to third grade man. i'm bringing it back <laughs> i we I, I gotta watch this movie again i i i forget how good this was and how underrated it is <laughs> and so 90s oh Talk about subliminal messaging. Every time I hear this song, I just want cheese with some, for some reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm going to get some cheese with now. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is over. Thank you guys so much. Please tell your friends, your neighbors, your wives, your kids. Tell your tell everybody about Sons of Slam. Hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show. My name is Chris Mindell. Joe. Peace. Reapers out. Reapers out.
the Sons of Slam podcast.